When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. I just found out my married son had an affair and the woman may be pregnant. I breastfed all my children at the same time. I also breastfed my husband. What? what? That's all fun and everything. And then all of a sudden, this thought creeps into my head. What if I teleport to the roof? You guys want to talk about boobs for a quick second? I am not friend of. I am not housewife, maybe. I am housewife. Needless to say, we wind up having sex. Whoa! Meg! I think my life without television would have been drastically different. Sex in a car is probably something you're not that great at. I was great at that, actually. Do we know the good shit? We absolutely do. Rich Wachili is not hairy. I will say this. No one gets more unsolicited drinks thrown at them than now. Chris Manzo 8, Venmo. There were daddy conversations, there were mommy conversations. Having you on the show was a mistake. Here's my thought. I just had an idea, but I forgot it. The dating life in general should have just straight up contracts. Should be like sports. What's up, everybody? Dear Albie, we are returned. I am with the Don. Don? I have arrived. I am here with you, my son. You are. Um, this is uh, uh, this is the first one since um, my birthday. This is the first year Albie has a 33-year-old. Right. Which is big. Why is it big? There's no reason Why for 33? that. I actually think I've said this is a big episode every single episode that we've had to last I don't know how long. I was going to say that to you. Um, and uh, sometimes there's really no rhyme or reason for it. I have to be completely honest. I don't know that if it's a big one or not. I mean, look, having dad on was interesting. I think that was fun. You know, um, and, and that was a moment where I said it was a big one. This is um, I actually somebody sent me an article that um, the the year of, you know, your 33rd year as a human being um, is scientifically supposed to be your best year do you have any 33 year old memories 33 no 33 I mean, you had all three kids right knee deep in three kids so I, I don't recall 33 at all um by knee deep you mean foot and ass because don doesn't take no shit right so you were really well, you were good kids all three of you were good kids but you were also very little at that point when i was 33 you have to remember i had you at 25 no was i 25 when i had you yeah, and I had Chris at 28. So I had, what, 28? I had a 5-year-old, a 6-year-old, and a 9-year-old. No, an 8-year-old. Yeah. A 5-year-old, a 6-year-old, and an 8-year-old when I was 33. So would you look back and say 33 was your best year? It was it a, uh, I mean, it seems unremarkable. There, nothing is jumping out at you. I can't say, I, I can't reflect on my life and say, you know what? X year was a great year. There's no number in my brain that 
hits me with what a great year that was. No. Nothing. Huh. Huh. I'm going to blow my nose quick. Go ahead. We'll have to cut that out. Or just keep it because it's such a natural thing to have to do. Well. But you seem pretty upset over 33. You didn't want to celebrate your birthday. You didn't want to talk about it. You didn't want to have a cake. You didn't want this. Like, so well, I don't really. My, I've, I've never made a big deal about my birthday. Yeah, but you made a big deal out of this one, like not really being no, I didn't. into it. No. Bigger deal than usual. I just said that this year I didn't really see. You have to understand a couple things. Number one. I'm not like the biggest fan of getting older. I don't really mind it, but I'm not the biggest fan. It's better than the alternative, friend. That's true. But number two, if, well, you know, when your birthday is three days after Chris's, okay, people didn't, and like it's Memorial Day weekend always, so people are pretty partied out by the time it gets to me. You know, this year maybe, because if you recall your whole life, now on your 30th, we had a big party for you on Memorial Day, but you, you two boys always celebrated your birthday. You always had these big, extravagant, fun, fun parties your backyard parties. When I say extravagant, I mean tons of people. But it was always a very big backyard barbecue, and we had those blow-up slides and all kinds of stuff. Um, we always did that for both of your birthdays. This was the first year, actually, that in many, many years that I think you and Christopher did not have a birthday cake together. Christopher was 30, so he had a, his own party three days prior with mm -hmm. his own cake. And on Memorial Day, we had your birthday with your own cake. Usually, it's Memorial Day with the two of you having a cake. I don't think that's true. It's true. Because if that's the case, then Chris gets chipped every year, which he doesn't. No, he he always has, like, you know, a little something on his birthday. Because you know me, I'm nuts. I feel like on your birthday, somebody has to sing happy birthday to you. But Yeah, yeah. Um, you always celebrated together. The party, the family event was always together for you. I think that I am the type of person that likes to do things for other people, so I get uncomfortable when people do things for me. Well, even Christopher didn't like being sung happy birthday to him. We, we did it because CJ, of course, it was his birthday as well, yeah. and we had a cake for him too. Yeah, so, so it's not like, I'm not the biggest fan of it personally. Mm. I don't like the... Uh, I don't know. I don't like the attention. I feel like I'm a burden on people. You know, like they have to be there. Like, cause I'm, the, I'm the guy that dreads, like, I keep it real. I know that not everybody's, like, dying to be spend their Memorial Day weekend with me on my birthday, their Memorial Day. So I'm kind of like, ah, oh, man, like, pe people would probably want to be somewhere else. No, because it's always a great barbecue. Come on. Uh, that's for we, sure. We know how to throw a barbecue. No, we have quite the spread. Yeah. But. So I um, think people look forward. It's like when we go down the shore, everybody wants to come down for lobster night. Everybody, when we do lobster night down the shore, it's like people fight over when they're going to come down. When are you having lobster night? Because I don't want to miss it. You know that's the thing with us. I believe Memorial Day has the same cachet with us. People want, like, it's we have a fun Memorial Day. It's a party we've become known for is basically what you're saying. Yes. Um, there are certain parties in the Manzo family that we are known for. I would say Memorial Day is probably one of them. Memorial mm -hmm. Day, New Year's Eve. Mm -hmm. um, Super Bowl. Mm. Uh, but... There was, you know, there there was a, a just a, a slew of big news. Before we get into the questions, which we had a ton of, uh, dear Albie, mailbag at gmail.com, if you guys want to jump in on that, be sure to rate five stars, do all those other things that I get yelled at every week to say. Um, we had some big news uh, in the fam, the extended fam. Mm. Uh, Greg Bennett engaged. So happy for him. Big day. I'm so... F Greg Bennett bought this ring months ago. Yeah. 
I went with him. Lauren couldn't go. She was working or she had a wedding that day or didn't feel good. I don't know what happened, but it was supposed to be me, Lauren, and Greg was supposed to go to Yanina Jewelry um, where she, we get all our stuff from. And he said, will you come with me and help me pick out the ring? So Lauren, for whatever reason, couldn't go. So it was just Greg and myself. And um, I have to say he was absolutely precious picking it out. He was very nervous when he walked in and literally from foot to foot just swaying from foot to foot foot to foot and then um we found a really fabulous ring and I said well when are you gonna give it to him and this was I feel like it was in um March we we went and got the ring and he just gave it to him what June 1st right so he held on to this ring well they had to make it so that took like a month or so and then uh, he waited until June, which I don't know how he did it. I don't know how he didn't. Vito did the same thing, though, with Lauren. He uh, he held on to the ring for months as well. I don't think I could do it. Because Greg had a certain date in mind that he wanted, and Vito had a certain date in mind that he wanted. So I was like, I, I couldn't do it. If I got that, and it's an exciting moment, exciting time, and it's sitting in my house, how do you not like just break it out and present it? Well, I mean... Um you know me. I'm not very good at keeping exciting secrets, like things that I know would make people happy. Mm-hmm. Like I love to be the bearer of good news, not enough to like ruin somebody else's surprise, like a surprise that's not meant to give. But I imagine myself buying the ring and being like, "Hey, what are you doing? Yeah. Hey, do you want to get go. something totally unexpected? Let's do something really random. But like, wanna, where's where's somewhere we can go? But everybody's watching. Like, yep. and I w- I'm so bad at it. I know that I'm probably gonna have some elaborate scheme to propose. I'll ruin my own scheme. Like I'm um, the way to the scheme. You'll ruin. That's I, why it's I might be like your father did. You know what I mean? Like like yeah. I could say, "All right, so I've got like fireworks and a whole dock situation where there's there's a light show and like a herd of elephants and like all these things and I would be driving to that and be like, "Hey, here you go." It, you know, I just know I would screw that up. Mm. It comes from a good place. Right. Well, you're excited and, and truth be told, it's the moment that you want to get asked and that it's that, you know, finally I'm getting married, all that kind of stuff. So I don't I don't know how much I play into these grand, grand, um, you know, flash mobs and all the craziness. It's fun. It's it's awesome if you can do it. But there's something very um, sweet and endearing about a, just a very simple proposal, which is what Greg did. He went to um, their apartment, their first apartment where they lived together. And uh, apparently they had um, their names uh, etched in the sidewalk, their initials. Ah, very New York. Yes, and he went to that spot where their initials were. He had friends that Alex, Greg's fiance's name is Alex, didn't know in hoodies across the street taking photos for when he got down on one knee and asked. And Alex is Italian. I don't know if people know that. And, And Greg is Syrian. So it was funny because Alex says that hanging out, uh, uh, Greg says that hanging out with our family for so many years has taught him <laughs> to deal and understand the Italian way of thinking. And Alex was like, he's like a, a little old lady. And he uh-huh. was like, Gregory, Gregory, who are those people with the hoodies across the street and the sunglasses? Are they paparazzi? Who are those people <laughs> with the cameras? So, <laughs> so to Greg, I, and I've been meaning to have him 
on the show for a million different reasons, but I don't know if I should go over this now. Or, or did he ask his parents to go through all that? Or did he, he did. He did. Okay. He so did. I'm going to wait. I'm going to have Greg on the show yes. eventually. And it's very sweet. The whole process was just very, very sweet. Um, uh, we went, we we found the ring, like, like I said, a few months ago. And I, I actually snapped a photo of him uh, when he found the ring that he wanted. And I showed him the photo as, you know, right after I, I, I said, look at your face. I said, this is the ring. And he said, yeah, and Alex uh, uh, wrote to me yesterday. He said, someone snapped a picture of Gregory when uh, when uh, he found the ring, and it made both my mother and I cry. And that made me feel good. I said, oh my God, I took that picture. You know, so it so made how, did Greg, how, did, how did they not know? So Greg showed it to them, so you sent that to Greg. I sent, Lauren asked me for it because Lauren it. wanted to frame it for them. And uh, um, what happened was he proposed in the city, and then he went to a restaurant right after where he had friends and family waiting. Thanks to Vito Scalia, my son-in-law, <laughs> okay, Memorial Day, we were all here again for Alvi's birthday. And that was Monday, Memorial Day. Tuesday, Vito gets the stomach virus. Yes. Deadly stomach virus. He was literally in bed 24 hours, did not get out of bed. Yeah. The next day, mm-hmm. Marky gets it. Mm-hmm. The following day, Lauren gets it. Mm-hmm. So that's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Yep. I get it. Yeah. And um, he asked him Saturday, and I was just sick as a dog, and I couldn't go. Yeah. And I felt really bad because I wanted to see Alex's face because, yeah. you know, I was part of that, and I wanted, you know, to be there for it. Yeah. But Lauren went by herself, yeah. and she couldn't even stay long enough because she didn't feel well either. But she said it was very, very nice when he came in. Uh, Alex didn't know that all friends and family were there. You couldn't go because you were in Pennsylvania. I was speaking, at, and I, I rushed back from the event, and honestly, when, by the time I even was going to be able to get back, it was, it was too late. Right, and so. Christopher had to work, and Vito had to work too. So, and The whole family, the only one that went was Lauren, and she said it was very sweet and very cute. But I think to have them on would be special because they're very, very happy. It's something we're definitely going to have to do, but to bring it back to, to, to me for a second. Okay, sure. obviously. Right. Lauren posts when he gets ma- uh, engaged and says, we're planning Greg's bachelor party. Mm. Now, fascinating. Little deep dive here, right? Greg's one of my best friends. Lived with Greg for three years. He's going to have a bachelor party. Should I be offended if I'm not invited to said bachelor party and... Like me and Chris, do you think me and Chris should be invited to that bachelor party? Well, Greg has um, two. Well, I won't say two separate groups of friends because we know all his friends. Yeah, right. Um, But let's just say the way they bachelor party. It was very different than the type of bachelor party I would expect to be invited to. I would see Lauren going to that bachelor party. Right, which would make sense. Which means, like, how do you go about all that? Because, for instance, is Greg's well, I'll probably have to have Ryan on. Do we? Is Greg's brother expected to show up at this bachelor party, or is there going to be? There's two bachelor parties. Two bachelor parties. There's two. Ba- First of all, when Greg's when Greg's social circle, yeah. all right, they go away, and they go everybody. Now, does does do both of them go in the bachelor party? No. They I'm so fascinated a, they by each all have of a this. Bachelor party. Separate. Separate. So we basically. Have to throw an old school snatchler party, right? Like we did for Lauren, right? But for Greg, 
The, I don't it, necessarily think that's the case. I just think the way they party, they party hard. Well, they they like the, look, look, look. Let's, they let's, party hard. Let's call it what it is, okay? They just are gonna have a lot of fun. The way they like to have fun, which right. is definitely inconsistent with any experience that Chris and I have ever had with Greg. Right. Okay. So I'm saying to myself, though, if there's one bachelor party and I don't get invited and Chris doesn't get invited and everybody else, okay, do we have to do Am I offended or am I, am I? No, you're not offended. I, I think, I'm not offended. Aff- offended is probably the wrong word. Yeah. Like, like, do we, do we expect an invite to that? Because, and then it, if we get invited, is it rude to not go to that? There's got to be a protocol to this. I think that this probably I think Greg's brother will probably throw him something um local with you guys where you, where you have a you know a different um vibe because like I say they 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 first of all you know Greg he loves sunning himself he loves being in the pool with a drink in his hand and and a, you know and a hat on whatever and that's what they do and they go to all the gay clubs and all the bars and all the stuff like that and they just party till they drop so on the other hand you could do you know, a, a night in the city, Atlantic City, whatever. Well, look at the nice dinner, have, whatever it is. Right. My point is, my point is, like, I wouldn't feel, I wouldn't feel ashamed that you weren't invited. I wouldn't feel put off that you I weren't would, invited. No, I just, I'm just, I but just think it's fascinating time, little. I, I think that, um, you know, you could acclimate to anything. I think any of you guys can acclimate to oh, any I'm situation. Not, I'm just, I just, and, uh, I just think I'm not, I'm not worried about this. Right. I'm just saying to myself, it's a very interesting concept, right? Because you say to yourself, like. I, I have girl. Like- let's put it this way, okay? I have girlfriends that get married, and I don't necessarily know their husband. I don't expect to get invited to their party, right? But I feel like Greg would feel like he'd have to babysit you at his, um, which would take party. away from his fun. Which would take. But away my point from is, I'm not saying. My, and the reason I'm comparing the a girl getting married to like Greg getting married is because their bachelor party, okay, is really revolves around. I'm assuming a concept. That like like you know when Lauren goes to a guy's strip club, I'm not like down for that type of. Well, uh, well his last bachelor party, he was uh, maybe in Cabo or somewhere like that. I don't know. And they usually it looks like that they Airbnb it and kind of thing like that. And they had a let's call it a dining room table, a kitchen table, and at each setting on the chair of the table was a different color wig. One was pink, one was yellow, one was, you know, orange, whatever. And they, you know, were in the pool just wearing the wigs and just hanging out and drinking. And I don't see you and your brother putting on a wig or Greg's brother putting on a wig. I wouldn't, look, look, we obviously have a great time. I don't, I don't, I mean, I won't, I won't say like I'm like dying to put on a wig, but like I'm saying, like, it's just a different kind of a. It's a different vibe. It's a different vibe altogether. Right. Okay, whatever. Moving on. We will, we will get to it for sure. Right. We will have Greg on. We will get to the bottom of it. Um, It's interesting, but couldn't be happier for the both of them. Um. And he's a wonderful boy. Yeah, I mean, look. Obviously, I've he had found a front himself row, a nice Italian boy. Look at that row, a front row <laughs> seat to to everybody, and and um, you know, as we both have, like right. you know, we you know each other's dating lives really well, and um, I think that you know he's just a great he's just a great guy all around. Yeah, they're very so, happy. Um, you know, hit us up. Had a lot of really really great things to say, and um, you know, it feels like a fam. Mm. It feels like a fam. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna get into the mailbag. Uh, through your album mailbag at gmail.com. Um, this is from Aline. And it says, Hello, Albie. Your podcast is such a great blend of funny, ser- funny, serious daily stuff, down-to-earth commentaries and perspective. I really love the family dynamic. Question. How do you get so comfortable in sharing your private lives with the public? I'm fascinated about how 
comfortable you all are on social media and such. I tend to be private and my career is based on maintaining clients' privacy. So I'm always intrigued as to one goes into sharing their private lives with the public. Enough babbling. You get it. Cheers, Aline. So basically, it kind of it kind of alluded to did being on TV help you feel more comfortable running things the way you run them on social media? And do you think it would be the same if TV wasn't really around? Do you think you'd run social media the same way? I don't think we share a lot on social media at all. I think we do. I mean, not no, well, maybe not share, but you know, like posting and all that other stuff. I don't know that I would be as active on social media. If I'm probably more comfortable with it, is is her point really? Mm. You know, I probably would be more comfortable if we weren't who we were at this point in time. You know, um, because the it's amazing. It's amazing the comments you get. And, you know, you have to have nerves of steel. You really do because sometimes you just want to lash out at people, especially when they when they go after, you know, Marquis, Marquesa. Um, yeah, I mean, that never really happens. No, but, but it, listen, it, it's it's a double-edged sword. So it's fun to share. We I, I feel like there's a lot of things that we don't post. Uh, there's a lot of moments that we don't post. And I, I also did that when we filmed as well. You know, there were silly things. There were certain rules I had. Like, they always wanted to film in, in my bedroom. And, you know, me and Daddy, you know, laying in bed together, talking, whatever. I'm like, no, it's my bedroom. That's my space. That's my spot. Nobody needs to see me laying in bed with my husband, talking to my husband. You want me to talk to him? I'll talk to him at the kitchen table. So there are things that, you know, I don't share. Um, a lot that I don't share. It's it's mostly if you look at my uh, social media, it's mostly pictures of food and Marky and you boys and you know and, and your sister and stuff like that. Um, pretty much very little about me, if you really think about it. Um, it's just like you said the other day. It's like a diary of just showing things that um, interest you or make you happy or whatever. I don't wake up every day and say, "Oh my God, I need to post. It. I got to get this on." So it's not the way my brain works at all. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think I'd probably. I don't think I personally would change much. Um, I think that the way you look at it would probably be a little different in the sense that, and yeah, if anything, maybe you hold back more. I feel like we hold back more. Because you're like, yeah, I don't really want to deal with this kind of thing. You know what I mean? You know what? Like, and certain things, it's like a lot of people show, oh, I got this for my birthday. I got this for Christmas. So I'm doing this. I'm doing, I'm here now. If I'm out to dinner, you know, daddy and I, we, we, we dine out a lot and, um, we go to great spots and we enjoy it. But in Christmas, he's always very generous and stuff like that. I see a lot of that posted and I've never done it once because I feel like you're an asshole if you do that. I, I don't know. I just feel like why, you know, what for? I'd rather show a great piece of pasta than a, than a piece of jewelry I got. You know, or a handbag I got. Or well, I mean, like do that. you do? You, I don't think you do that really ever. I, I never do it. That's my point. Yeah. So that's like that's what I say. There's a lot about our life that I don't post. You know, there's a lot of um. I don't know. Like for instance, the extended family. You, you know, your cousins and my brothers, sisters, whatever the case may be. Mother's Day, whatever. I don't post a, any of that. Like I'll I'll call them or text them a happy birthday I don't put it on social media so there's a lot a lot that we don't do I think on a daily basis on social media I, I think we kind of hold back 
I think I don't know that it holds. I, I think maybe it's not intentional. It's just not the way we live our lives. Not, That's maybe a better example. It's it's interesting. It's a really really interesting question. I do think in a weird way it makes you more comfortable because like I'll have one of the businesses that that I'm involved with, right? We'll post something, and there are several. Almost everything that we've got going on has its own Instagram account in one way or another, right? None of which are bigger than just you know our own average personal following. So I'll have partners that will call me freaking out because they're saying, hey, we got like X amount of likes on something and, you know, we've got this many comments and like, this is what's going on. Like, like, you know, we're, we're getting bombarded. We have to respond. And like, yeah, you do. Like, you know, you respond to things or like, like you also, I don't like to harass people on that stuff either. I kind of do run it the way we run it personally. What's funny is like you have people that will kind of panic at a number of people that we've kind of become really accustomed to, you know? So I wonder if we look at it like, all right, like I don't really look at a number of likes on a picture as good or bad, so to speak. You know, like I know some right. people love like certain pictures and certain this, certain that. Um, I kind of like to post what I post, you know? Right. But it's funny because I do think that in a weird way the TV stuff has – kind of made it easier to do things like run a social media thing or do a podcast because when you're used to the amount of eyeballs on you with that stuff you know what I mean like you're used to x amount of million people that are watching you on a week-to-week basis it becomes a little bit easier you know what I mean like it's well, not like you, it's you, you know obviously and and that's like with anything once you're adjusted to it and once you're adjusted to the eyes that are on you it it becomes just commonplace it doesn't you know even really bother you i will say this you know people every once in a while will say you never answer or you know respond to the things it would be a job to do that we you know with all the social media platforms I mean, but sometimes you answer the ones you catch and yeah, whatever some, you, there are some that really catch your eye and something like that if you know god forbid someone's sick or going through something you send a little heart or emoji or you know um and you know, they respond to a dm over here and there but um look but we do read every one of them, you know, most of them, you know, I would say 90% of the comments we mm -hmm. read. Um, but, uh, we do read them and it is us posting them, but it's very, very difficult to answer. Um, everything. It just, just wouldn't make sense. <laughs> it's, um, it's a good way to kind of keep in touch with people, but we have another one moving on. Uh, this one right here. I'm gonna pull this up. Um, it was a it was a pretty busy mailbag week, which was fun. That's how we always know. That's how we know things are are um, happening. Yeah, that's how you know, which is very very nice. Anyway, uh, this is from Audrey. Hello, Manzo brothers and other family. You fall into the other family other, category other. right now. Okay, it's fine. Uh, my question for y'all is that I have found I'm beginning to like the family of my boyfriend more than him. I wonder how many people I've dated that ended up in that exact spot. Well, that happens all the time. Um, I don't know <laughs> if it's because I lost both my mom and stepmom to cancer within the last year, 
and am feeling a need for a mother figure, so I've attached myself to his mom in a way that maybe I shouldn't have. I'm not too sure, but I find the thought of breaking up with him also means not having his family around, and that's hard on me. He's not a bad guy, but I just don't think we're compatible. So my question is, do you think we could still be friends? Can I hang out with his family even if we're not together? Have you all stayed friends with an ex? Is this even a normal, healthy thing to do? Could I possibly be more attached to his family than him? Any help at all is appreciated. Gracias. You're living my life, what, like 15 years ago? Wow. That's wild. Yep. So it's it's interesting on a lot of different levels. And I think, um, you know, you and I will probably even debate about this for a while because uh, there were a couple of relationships, really, mm-hmm. where you and Lauren, or you specifically, either wanted to keep in touch with the girl or the girl wanted to keep in touch with you guys. Um, and I can tell you, it depends entirely on the circumstances of the breakup. So, in a weird way, there's really no clean way to go about it. Until, I mean, I don't know how old you guys are and everything like that, but, like, when I, I've had... I have an ex of mine that you're still very close with, okay, and talk to pretty often, Mm -hmm. okay, that every once in a while I'll even communicate with from a level of like, hey, like, like there's zero, zero, zero bad blood. It's it's like literally a friendship in every every, uh, uh, means of speaking, right? But when that was first done, that was weird. Coming around and everything like that was not a good move. You can't just do that. Like, because if I'm trying to move on or maybe I don't like the fact that it was ending or whatever was going on. You were a lot younger. I mean, I was in, I was a teenager. Right. Yeah, so it was Not a little bit different. Early twenties. But it's a problem because, um, you know, yeah, when 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 you end things, like I've been in plenty of situations too where I felt very connected to the parents of somebody that I was dating, but no matter what happens, like while you can maybe go to them for a little bit of a conversation of, hey, look, like this is ending and here's why, or I'm not getting through to this person and here's why, or do you think, like, what's your take on things? Like, in a way that's respectful, not so much getting them involved in what could be quote, the quote-unquote drama of the relationship. Like, I think that's appropriate, but she seems to be kind of done with it. Right, and, uh, you know, um, first of all, I'm sorry for her. You know, she's had some heartbreak in her life. Um, I don't know... <sighs> how healthy it is for her. Uh, if she has a connection with the parents and she loves them and, you know, it's mutual, um, that's good. But um, it's, it's, a, it's a tough, tough call because it depends on their relationship, how long they've been dating, how old they are, what are the circumstances if they break up. How is she going to feel if someone else comes in the picture? How is her being in the picture going to affect future relationships of his? And hers. And she, and she has to, she has to um, be aware of that. Um, if you want to have a friendship with them and the parents are open to that, then my position would be, okay, then let it be where, all right, he's at work, whatever, and you're going to go meet his mom for lunch. You know, and you don't bring it to the house. Don't bring it in his world. I feel like if he's not cool with it, that's a way to go about it for sure. I you mean, know? it really depends on a lot of different things. But I think, like number one, you know, she says, "Should I did I attach my uh, should I uh, I've attached myself to his mom in a way that maybe I shouldn't have?" I don't think that's true. No. I think that I don't because it seems like the connection that she has with his mom is a genuine it's one. Genuine. 
So, yes. you know, if you guys have that separate connection, honestly, you know, I would say, I would start here. What are the reasons you feel like you're not compatible? And do you think these are things that can be fixed? Because I can tell you right now, when you're dating someone, you date their family too, and you marry their family. If, and, and, and it seems like if those building blocks are there, that's a really good place to start. But right. it really is about him. So I wouldn't be the worst idea to, like, honestly, I, I wouldn't be totally against if I were her sitting down with the mom if she feels like they're that close and say, listen, I absolutely love you guys and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Here are the reasons I feel like we're not compatible. Do you think these are things that can change? Is it something maybe I'm doing? You know, because it, we, we often, like, kind of throw the issues in the relationship on the other person all the time and not, you know, maybe it's something that, like, not when we're not always open to the concept that maybe we're causing some of the issues, Right. So if she feels like there's like a little bit of an inkling that there's something that she can salvage, she can go to her, I think, and say, hey, well, that's you what know, the irony here is that's what your mother's for. Oh, I was going to say that's what somebody said to you about me one time. No, I, I mean, I'll be no, working out. That's, That'd be what, that's what your mother you. That's what you have a mom for, you know, a dad for to bounce things off of, you know, um, give me a little help. She doesn't have that. Yeah, unfortunately, so, she can't. She doesn't have the figured. Well, but even if she did, right? In a weird way, you'd still probably like. Let's assume you know that you'd be just as close, even if her mom or stepmom was was around. And I feel right? that would be the case. And that would probably like be the case. A, a true connection. Right? So yes. no matter what, you'd probably take the same advice. You wouldn't necessarily your your own personal parent wouldn't be qualified to give you insight on this person unless you guys have been dating for years and they know them very very well, well too and point. have a similar connection that's my point they're they're there they see in there but through a parent's eyes you're like and i've said it to you guys many times you know this this breakup is on you it's not on the girl it's on you because of that so so maybe she she needs to hear what's wrong with her relationship, what's right with her relationship, and make a decision on it. But she certainly can't stay in the relationship based on the feelings she has for the parents. That's not fair to the guy. Yeah, no, you don't want to do that. But at, at the same time, I, that's where I, I would start there. Number she, one is it something that you can save, and then she's to reexamine her feelings in right. the relationship. Can is it something you can save? And if so, you know, are you comfortable enough going to the mother and seeing how you can save it? Then number two. Uh, do you think we could still be friends? That's entirely on a you and him thing. Right. Um, and you have to establish, do you want to be friends with him just to be friends with his mom? Or do you want to be friends with him because you genuinely care about the dude and all that other stuff too? Don't drag him along just as an accessory, like the third wheel in a relationship with the mom. Well, you, you guys seem to, to have a pretty good handle on remaining friendly with your exes. Um, it really depends. I mean, like, I think that... I, I don't know that I would totally say that. I mean, I think I'm always open to communication. Like, there are plenty of exes that I would consider my friends right now. But, like, so I've been, uh, like, showing the other foot here, right? Like, can I still hang out with my with his family even if we're not together? I've had ex-girlfriends where I've hung out with their dads after the fact. Or I've heard from their mothers after the fact. And um, Lauren and I were very, very friendly with, you know, one or two of yours after yeah. the fact. Now that became easier years later. Like, if he's going to have residual feelings, he's going to be pushing against that, and that's going to be tough, okay? Um, Especially if this is coming out of the blue for this guy. If he doesn't know what's about to hit him. Yeah, he's going to be, it's not going to be easy. Like, he's going to react in a way that, honestly, he might even use that against you. He might say, well, then I don't want you talking to my family, and you don't want to be the cause for a rift between the family and him. You know what I mean? That's There's a lot of pieces to this puzzle, right? But beyond that, like, I've had relationships with, you know, the dad or a mom of an ex's parent and 
there's always an undertone of something else. You know what I mean? Where they wish it would have worked out and they might try and slowly convince you to do that. Or you might wish it worked out and you might want to try and convince them to slowly do that. Like you have to be prepared for all the, like the little mind games that are there. Mm. And it's a weird thing. Maybe she should just have the conversation, figure out, like I said, reassess her feelings, figure out the relationship, take a break, see how she feels about not being part of their lives, etc. And, you know, work your way back when feelings are more, um, are more uh, accepting. You know, well, it looks what like, happened. you know, from her own email, and this is a little bit more introspective, but like looking into it, right? She's kind of assuming that the the boyfriend's mom is filling a void for her. And is that why she feels so close to him? Well, you know, why don't you look at the boyfriend and say, is there a void that he's not filling? Okay. Reexamine the relationship. And check it out and say, why why isn't that the case? And, you know, is there a shot of it in the future? And that's really, I, you're in that relationship with him. Get to the the bottom of why you wanted it in the first place. See if you could fix it. And then, yeah, like at the end of the day, if you can find a way to kind of keep in touch with the par- with the parents and stuff like that, you got to live your own life. That's kind of what it comes down right. to. Um, and then just be honest. Like that's that is how I would handle it. One hundred percent. But she seems like a nice girl. Yes. So I hope that works out I for hope her. It works out. too. Guys, this was fun. Dearly mailbag at gmail dot com. Rate, subscribe, do all that stuff. Got a lot of busy stuff to do, man. Like yeah. I've been getting my ass handed to me like with with work stuff. Hey, we're going away and soon. Booked a Spain trip today, which We're was all going to Spain. Which was big. We um Vito can't come with us because it's July fourth. Yeah. It's busy time. Yeah, so that that's gonna be a pretty wild trip. And then we've got so much going on with the show. Um intern Jules are gonna meet her soon. She's been doing a great job and then um a lot of exciting news there. We're gonna have Marky on soon. Oh, are we? Yeah. Is she speaking Marky when she's Mar- yeah, pretty much. We're gonna okay. just have to see what she does. You mm. should do a podcast with um your brother and Vito. There's a lot of people Lauren that we gotta have on. And tell um, us, another tell thing, us who you want us to hear on the podcast. and also, yeah, email us. Tell us who you guys want to hear. Um, they're actually we've got to hit up by a couple celebrity friends of ours, like people that are like real legit celebs. Wow. Like, we're like, hey, like let's do a let's do a show. Which I thought that was funny. And now we have to work out how somebody calls in. So there's just plenty to do, plenty going on. Mm. Um, big question too. A lot of people have been requesting, can we go twice a week? Which you see how successful we are putting this thing out one a week. But um, we're getting into the groove now. So, you know, write us. Guys, the more you write, the more we got to say, man. Right. So hit us up. But this was delightful. Don, thank you so much. Now let's go eat. Catch you later.